Warning, warning. Two idiots are contacting DJ Cactus over the intercom. Please DM Darnell for further instructions. Hello and welcome back to Discovering SCP. We haven't got a gimmick this time, I'm sorry. There's no guests. We're never going to have a guest again, to be frank. Um, It's almost over. This is the penultimate episode. Um, there's not many SCPs left so I'm not really feeling it anymore he actually hates SCP I do uh, hate SCP the real time in the I'm just an actor this is where we Jesus this is where we <laughs> announce the new uh, podcast Discovering Holders which will never <laughs> that's get that's pretty much this podcast by this point <laughs> we okay, he's lying we're, we're actually you can't tell we're, we're, it's actually a Holders false flag operation <laughs> We've refused to stop the podcast until we're the longest-running SCP podcast in existence. Are we the, the um, longest-running SCP We're close, podcast? I think. You said there was maybe one guy ahead of us, but you didn't specify who they were, so I couldn't look him up. Well, but, if I said it, it must be true. Uh, so, that's the goal. Anyway, I thought there was going to be a theme, because I was going to bring up... Tan was mentioning the other day about uh, like Japanese ghost stories... How they're they're so bizarre because there's like one specific thing you have to do to save yourself, and some of them you can't. Sometimes there's just a toilet ghost and you're fucked. But yeah, um, the toilet ghosts are always the worst ones. Yeah, but <laughs> but there'll be ghosts, and you have to do something very specific, like toss a bottomless barrel at someone, or like ask a specific question, and then you get away. So I thought the theme was going to be like Japanese ghost story esque SCPs. Um, well, you're wrong. <laughs> to be frank, damn. Where, like, an SCP comes at you and you have to be like, swipe or no swiping, and then it won't kill you. Oh, like Tinder? Yeah. Um, that's my timely reference from three years ago. <laughs> wow. But You're so people... up to date. Thank you, I know. But we are here with an SCP. We're, uh... Yeah. How many... How Sorry, yeah, how many do we have today? Uh, an SCP, so one. I'll clap for you. Oh, fuck, it's gonna be tradition. a long one. Remember um, when we used to do, like, four short ones, and it was super, like... Remember back when we were in Series 1? Back, like, 60 episodes ago? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I miss how, how, can, can you see through all those rose-tinted glasses you're wearing? It's it's all... It, well, we used to do, like, four or five it's short ones. Now it's always one glasses. or two long ones. Are there no more short SCPs in the modern day? Are there only long they, ones? They're not allowed, so they have, there's a minimum word count now. Is there actually? Is that real? No, there is isn't. Is <laughs> I was gonna say, that'd be so dumb. <laughs> That's Sorry, it has to be at least a three-page article. That's what they'd have you believe on <laughs> like fucking SCP Reddit. I'm sorry to yeah. anyone who browses the SCP Reddit. I, I'm not. Mm. Fucking have a backbone. Oh. Screw those people. Oh. Whoa! I don't even know who they are. SCP but... fans. Yeah, I do. Except for our fans, they're really cool. And it's I the bet only way to achieve redemption. Is to subscribe to discovering SCP. <laughs> That's how it's you'll like get a, it's salvation. Like baptism. <laughs> But yeah, we always read such long ones now. I well, miss the old days. Well, I'm sorry that you're sad about reading the SCP. we got to read the SCP. The episode's already begun. Alright, let's read the SCP. This Give me SCP, the link. This is SCP-4812. It's called Raph, and it's by DJ Cactus. Does it have anything to do with the seven sins, or is it just like, it's called Raph because it's... Angie. Ah, uh, gotcha. And this is by Cactus. He's our good friend. Uh, our good and friend Cactus, Cactus, if you... If you're listening to this, Cactus, if you want to be on another episode, ignore what Tan said at the beginning. DM me, uh, and we'll make it happen. So, yeah. Okay. 
Well, but yeah, I would love to have you back as a guest cat, as if you're listening to this. Which, let's be honest, you're probably not. Um, of course he is, because he's one of the good SCP fans, so he subscribed. So. No one tell Kat I want to experiment. Let's see if he actually DMs Darnell. I want to know if he <laughs> Yeah, please. No one tell <laughs> so, him. No one tell him. No one tell him. We need to know for sure. But anyway, let's All go right. for our DJ Cactus. Let's read this DJ Cactus SCP. Let's do it. By order of the Overseer Council, the following file is level 44812 classified. Unauthorized access is forbidden. Level 4 secrets. Containment class C below. Disruption class Etchy. Risk class danger. Etchy? Yamero? Please. <laughs> Baka. Got some, some... Why don't you describe what were these images? Alright, we've got uh, the depths of hell. It's like a, a night vision cave. We've got a burning building. I'm pretty sure that's just, um, I don't know. And then we've got a very small object in the sky with like a YouTube red circle thumbnail thing over it. So let's see what and, the, the, and the letters are dash S, dash E, and dash K. Pictured left to right. Yeah. Entrance to SCP 4812 S's containment area, 500 meter checkpoint. SCP 412 E's containment vault at site 80. That's, That's the flaming e. one. Yeah. Early final image of SCP K being pursued by Soviet jet fighters. That's nice. the, uh, the right move. So, yeah, who knows what this is? Designation Memorandum. We've not had this before. Due to the this unique nature of the SCP-SE and K's relationship, a singular object designation is used to denote the three entities as a group. However, each are considered their own individual anomalies and are described within this file as such. Classification okay. Memorandum. Due to the unique nature of S-E and K, each entity has been assigned an individual containment class. Dash S is for safe. Uh, okay. Pending fair evaluation. Dash E is for Euclid, as of 8-20-2003. Dash K is for Kita, pending evaluation as it's currently uncontained. Oh and no. blank, see addendum 4. No. <laughs> Alright, so generals. already we've got something weird. Yeah, the, more like the three demon generals, and, and their one unspeakable boss. The demon king. <laughs> this, is, this is already very interesting, though. I'm curious what this trinity is up to. Let's find out. Special containment procedures for Dash S. SCP Dash S is contained at its location of discovery. The entrance to the cave containing it is to be sealed by three maximum security vault doors. Entrance to SCP Dash S's site of containment is forbidden to any individuals without proper credentials. Under no circumstances should it be exposed to any amount of light. The SCP is to be interacted with only by members of the fully blind NCF Vestus 212, Northern Star. It's kind of progressive for them to have a whole MTF squad made up of blind people. Exactly. Good on you, SCP. Heartwarming. This secret conspiracy employs the blind. (laughs) (laughs) Diversity win. Under no circumstances should Dash S be exposed to either Dash E or Dash K. And then for Dash E. Mm. So what do we think about the Dash S first, maybe? I don't fucking know. It's in a cave and it can't be light, so maybe it's like a Pokemon that knows Solar Beam. Well, it also has a fully blind MTF uh, interacts with it only, so... Maybe it's something related to Peanut, then? I don't fucking know. This guy hates us. No, I I, I just genuinely... (laughs) It's so vague. How can you... Other than it can't be looked at, can you extract anything, you know? There's not enough clues for this yet. Okay. Dash E is contained within a firmly controlled vault at Site-80. 
Due to the nature right. of Ashi's anomalous capabilities, its constantainment chamber must be kept at a constant 1,400 degrees Celsius. Ooh, toasty. Oh, that's, this is... thing definitely freezes everything around it. It's the freeze boy. Dashi itself is contained within a tank of molten iron. Direct made sense of Dashi's containment chamber must take place outside the cell due to the intense heat within. Special remote drones equipped with hafnium carbide exteriors as we use to maintain the interior of Dashi's containment cell. A drop in internal temperature of more than 50 degrees Celsius must be considered a breach of containment. Under no circumstances should Dash E be exposed to either Dash S or Dash K. So right now it seems like they have S and E contained. K is the one that's out, so they just have to make sure it doesn't get to the other two, right? Exactly. That's why they've created the Evas. <laughs> ah. So this K. is interesting because it adds a whole new level of containment because it's not just keeping some of them in, it's keeping one of them out. <laughs> Dash K is currently uncontained. Due to the location of nature of Dash K, it's unlikely its existence will be exposed, but caution must be taken ensuring that any information pertaining to the entity is suppressed. Foundation information security assets to monitor web traffic for any images, accounts, or recordings of Dash K. Further research onto the nature of Dash K is required to prevent additional exposure should the entity present itself on Earth once again. Under no circumstances... No, sorry, finish. Under no circumstances should Dash K be exposed to S and E. So, interesting when it mentions, like, monitoring web traffic, you know, like, the meme of, like, you have your FBI guy? <laughs> you have your SCP do you guy. Think, do you think NSA agents have, like, their f- foundation guy who, like, watches <laughs> over them and taps their info? He's just man, I solitary. sure hope he's okay. He's, he's had to look at a lot of bad memes today. <laughs> okay, and we have an image here before we get to the description. We have a victim of yeah. Dash S. It looks like a skeleton, but with really long legs and no torso. I, I, I think that's the camera angle, but I see what you mean. Uh, <laughs> yeah, like probably, but I, I like my... I, yeah, he dies! I like, I like that version way back. How deep does it go? Bum <laughs> bum. Recovered from within the subterranean cavern the entity was discovered in. Due to the condition of the skeleton, it's likely the victim died over 300 years ago. Get down. Sus. Now description. SCP-4812 is the group designation for three anomalous entities, dash S, dash E, and dash K, and a series of recovered documents, dash 1, that describe them. Let's read the description oh. for the dash S. So I'm curious, are these are these ones the dash 1, or is that the addendum? Um, that's the, the info, that's the documentation. Okay, so this is just the proper documentation we're about to read. Yeah. Dash S is a large, amorphous entity located in a subterranean cavern near Allais, France. Dash S is attached to the walls of its cavern by a large number of long, adhesive-covered appendages that extend out the main mass of the entity. Similar appendages cover its entire body. The majority are curled and tucked up to its central mass. Each of the appendages, and indeed Dash S's entire body, is covered in fine, hydrophobic hair. Dash S is a Class 8 visual hazard. Any living being that perceives it visually will experience a violent biological reaction that is invariably fatal. You know the Dread. motherfuckers that had the right this report died. Oh, that's sad. <laughs> well, no yeah, because even because it doesn't say anything about light. It's just if you observe it. Well, you need light to observe it. Yeah, but they had to observe it somehow to write this description. No, well, just get a feel. <laughs> Direct visual perception of Dash S is akin to exposure of the eyes, brain, and nervous system to an extremely caustic acid. Actually, sorry to interrupt again, but you know how fucked it is to work for the Foundation? You could do your whole life, do everything right in SCP, and and the one you encounter... Yeah, 
It just so happens to be the new anomaly you're investigating is a visual hazard, and then you're just and dead. And it just kills you. Like, actually the fuck the SCP world. <laughs> the effect of Dash S is immediate and cannot be avoided once exposed. Victims will experience severe pain, bleeding through the skin and orifices, paralysis, asphyxiation, and eventually death. The effect oh. persists across all visual media, as images and video recordings of the SCP all carry the same effect. They're slightly less immediate and violent. Uh-oh, Captush, you made an error. SCP-4812-S, I think you mean. Mm, number one author? Uh, weird. <laughs> Alright, so Cactus, uh, that's pretty uh, sick. I hope to God Cactus is not watching this, but you're watching I hope me. he is. It would be so funny. Yeah, I will die. He's just like, He'll kill me. I can't wait for him to go through all your articles and find I'm every typo you've made. I'm gonna get pinged on <laughs> You're already getting pinged in the middle of the recording before it's out. <laughs> what would you do right now if Cactus pinged you and he just said something like, Sussy boy. Right now, I don't. I don't know. I don't know what I do. I'd, I'd be very frightened that Captain's been saying that, regardless of context. <laughs> but anyway, let's continue. Due to the nature of Dash S, it is unknown what the entity's true appearance with is. Individuals in interacting with Dash S must do so in total darkness and wearing airtight suits, as even the minute and imperceptible amount of light naturally emitted by human beings is enough to trigger the effect of Dash S. Is, is that real? Do people actually emit light? I'm gonna have to look that up later. Uh, I, I, I trust Captain's. It's unknown how light interacts with the surface of Dash S, as any individual who has looked at it for any amount of time has already died. Even the hairs on Dash S's body, when shaved on ex- and exposed to light, create a similar, albeit lessened, effect. Exposure to the hairs into light typically results in severe nausea, hallucinations, and swelling of the eyes and brains. While this is not necessarily fatal, if exposure is limited and subject is given immediate medical attention, this exposure is still extremely dangerous and nearly always results in death. Consult your doctor before taking. That's yeah. the main body of the entity. Dash S's ability is contained by darkness, as humans are capable of interacting with the entity if they cannot perceive it visually. I'm a being of darkness. You wouldn't understand me, so you better stay out. No. I, now I know for sure. Kingdom Hearts is light! <laughs> Uh-oh. That's not good with this guy. <laughs> Beyond being an extreme anomalous visual hazard, Dash S is otherwise immobile and does not appear to react to touch or noise. Dash S's body is composed of organic matter, though spectral analysis has not been possible due to the nature of its anomalous makeup. It's uh, all caked up. It's believed that Dash S's tendril-like appendages extend deep into the earth around the cavern in which it's contained, though proper analysis of this has been difficult. I mean, it's not, not that bad, I guess. He just doesn't do anything. If these anomalies can never interact with each other, wouldn't the safest thing to do just be to neutralize two of them? But the research potential... Fuck the research potential! What are you really <laughs> learning from the thing you can't look at and examine in any meaningful way? Imagine if what you are you really getting from that? To become an ultimate being. I mean, have they exp- have, you know? Also, with things like this, why don't they just show six eight two to this guy? Then six eight two can look at him and die. Oh, oh you know what will happen? He'll be like, he'll adapt to it and be like, "What an amusing attempt to kill me!" Yeah, th- then the SCP will look at him and it will die instead. No, like, they, they'll, mm. they'll die. You're like, mm, I'll lose your power for my own. And then they'll like, like make a vague law reference that the guy writing the test log thought would be cool that doesn't fit with any <laughs> of the law references. So <laughs> like, Six eight two log reference. This reminds BTF me of the time I was in King Arthur's court. <laughs> Six eight two test log writers eternally back the. They fuck called up. me the questing beast. <laughs> I almost spat out my fucking drink. I'm sorry, this is, on that, this is now completely unrelated to the SCP. <laughs> it was funny, though. 
Stash is right. a large humanoid entity composed primarily of platinum, with traces of tungsten and other metallic compounds. Stash E's features are vague. Oh my god. Are vaguely skeletal in appearance, though when in containment they are not visible due to the effect of high temperature on its metallic body. Dash E is a near perfect oh, so like, heat sink. Uh, it's like the Terminator. Uh, I guess so, but like, yeah, more of just like actual skeleton, I guess. Is a near right. perfect heat sink. The temperature of his body, when uncontained, maintains its constant uh, 0.0003 1k. That's nearly absolute. They're just trying to tell you it's almost absolute zero. Yeah. So like as cold Dash as it gets, e which is why not... I guessed when I said it had to be covered in lava all the this time. This guy. Dash E does not experience thermal exchange. Instead of acting in a way that would eventually reach thermal equilibrium, Dash E absorbs energy at a net loss to its surroundings. Wait, this thing's fucking up entropy? Actually, no, wouldn't it be curing entropy? This guy, he's a hero. The race yeah, why are we containing him? He could save the world. He could, he could absorb all the carbon in the atmosphere. The rate at which this occurs is extremely rapid, and Dash E is capable of reducing a 10 meter by 10 meter by 10 meter containment cell at room temperature to nearly, nearly absolute zero in roughly 16 seconds. I guess because it would kill everyone. Due to this, Dash E is continuously surrounded by an opaque field of frozen air and water, and its true appearance is impossible to see unless exposed to high temperatures. That's so menacing. Damn. Exposure to Dash E is nearly invariably lethal. Subjects are exposed to it, usually succumb in seconds as the temperature of the air around them plummets and the water within their bodies freezes. Here's, here's what's interesting to me, though. They keep filling him with lava to like keep him contained, but mm. if all he does is absorb energy at a net loss, won't this cause global cooling by just like necessity? I guess. So, Ian like, Hemby's... aren't they just kind of fucking the environment by keeping him alive? Uh, yeah, I guess. Even heavily oh. insulated protective suits will only allow the wearer moments of protection from the effects of exposure. Dash E's effects may be mitigated, however, by exposure to extreme heat. While Dash oh, E's effect is rapid when uncontained, if exposed to extremely high temperatures, Dash E's effect weakens substantially. This has made Dash E containable so long as the entity is contained under constant Okay, that makes so, so much more sense. Less, it's less like it just takes him longer, more like it's his kryptonite. Okay, because I was, I was going to say, with the way they describe the speed of like how it freezes, it would just quickly cool the whole world down. But that, that makes more sense. Mm. Dash K is a oh. massive, silver-winged insectoid, bearing similarities oh, to both stag beetles and scorpions. Dash Wait a minute, hold on. hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Okay. I'm about to throw a long shot, right? Okay. And this is all because I heard stag, beetle, and scorpion. Okay. S-E-K. Sure, that's safe Euclid Keter, but it's also sec. And with the mention of beetle, do you think it has something to do with, like, secmet? I don't know. Uh, well, I've read this before, so I do know. What... Secmet is... Uh... Oh, I thought that was the scarab god. Never mind. It's the lion oh. goddess. I was completely <laughs> off. I thought secmet was the scarab. Was I, was, I thought effort. I had something there. <laughs> Never mind. False alarm. Dash K is roughly 180 meters in length, with six appendages, the forward two leading to large pincers, and a long segmented tail ending in a pointed, serrated barb. However, in place of insectoid mouth and eyes, Dash K has the face of a man no larger than that of a typical human male. Wait, is this just perfect cell? What do you think perfect cell looks like? It's a 180 Have meter cell? long beetle with a human face in the end. Yeah. Well, not, not perfect cell, cell sorry. Like. Imperfect cell, imperfect cell. <laughs> Uh, the one where he was still, like, all buggy. You remember he had, like, the orange mouth? I've never seen Dragon Ball Z. Let me Google Imperfect Cell. Um, the size, there's still a size difference. I think what it means is it has, like, a normal human face on the end of the But you see, like, the stinger, right? And what I'm going for here with the wings? 
I guess I guess I see what you mean. But it's, it's not even humanoid is the thing. It's just a giant beetle. Oh, wait, no, no, no. Then you're looking at the wrong thing. Here, let me show you what I'm looking at. I'm looking at Imperfect. So what are you looking at? It's, it's, it's humanoid. What are you talking about? You're looking at the wrong thing. Here, this is what well, he looks I, like. I, I, yeah, but the SCP isn't humanoid is what I'm saying. Oh, oh, I got confused. My bad. It's a giant, giant beetle scorpion. Never mind. All right, continue. With a human face on the end. Dash K has four wings that extend over its back, and its entire body is covered in a thick, highly reflective, bilocal shittin'. Yeah, you can Kite. guess what. <laughs> Dash K spends the overwhelming majority of its time in the upper stratosphere, where it rarely moves in any perceptible way except to flap its wings to maintain altitude. The existence of Dash K was not realised until the discovery of Dash 1, due in part to Dash K's near invisibility... Just reflective silver shite in its chitin. Chitin. I, I tried to say both at once that time. Its body is composed of, and the fact that Dash K produces no heat and does not reflect sound. Wait, the, the second one sounds. absorbs heat as well. Are they all like supposed to be super cold or something? This one's just like absence of heat, I guess. Huh. And its high rate of speed as it travels. Dash K routinely reaches speeds in excess of eight hundred kilometers an hour. Dash K does not respond to attempts to communicate with it and will engage vehicles that draw too close to it within roughly 700 meters. Imagine being a plane that gets in that poor bastard's range. (laughs) Several attempts have been made to secure Dash K in order to move it to a containment cell, however, all attempts have thus far failed. Fighter jets and remote assault drones have been able to keep pace with the entity, but are easily incapacitated by the entity's raw physical strength and size. Additionally, no weaponry used on Dash K to date has been able to damage it in any perceptible way. On the contrary, anything that strikes the entity seemingly rebounds with the same kinetic energy as it did on approach, leading researchers to believe that Dash K is in some way a near-perfect reflector. <laughs> His invincible technique. Perfect <laughs> a, reflect. One perfect cannot parry. be looked at. One cannot be heated. And one cannot be attacked. The Free Brothers. Then that's what they should. the reveal should be. It's not that he reflects everything like on his own, but he's so well-trained that he can perfect parry any attack. Why don't you take over the, for the addendum? Because I just read like a novel. Sure, tag in. Addendum four eight one two point one. Contents of SCP four eight one two one. Dash one is a series of recovered documents and artifacts recovered from a collection of anomalous items previously held by Dutch collector Marcus de Wees before his death. <laughs> this collection, given <laughs> what de Wees, <laughs> more like de Wees. <laughs> This collection, given the name, apologies to the estate of Mr. Deweese. (laughs) This collection, given the name, the Connington Set, likely named after 18th-century English archaeologist and occultist Winston J. Connington, whose research led Foundation agents to the discovery of two two five four blank blank and blank, contains the following items. 16 coins of various shapes and sizes, none of which account for any known denomination of currency. 5 papyrus scrolls, Egyptian in origin, that maybe I wasn't so far off with the Egypt thing, uh, that appear to be ancient star maps. Analysis of these maps indicate that there were once notes written in the margins. However, these notes have been bleached out and are no longer decipherable. Three large tomes bound in leather-wrapped hardwood, penned in German, full of what appears to be archaic coordinates. One of the books also marks changes in temperature. These books were seemingly written over the course of many years. A brass spyglass with a cracked crystal lens. A piece of the cracked lens is missing. Looking through the spyglass, several small ornate mechanisms are visible within. <laughs> Excuse me. 
However, they appear to have been damaged in the past and are no longer functional. A thick burlap sack that apparently contains at least three more consecutive burlap sacks within a thick, gelatinous mass at its center. Looking at the sack tends to make subjects feel ill and suffer from a slight burning sensation behind the eye, so probably whatever S was made of. Or maybe it's like a a scoop of him. (laughs) Interesting. A pair of glasses with iron frames and solid iron lenses. One of the lenses is damaged. When worn by human subjects, a slight glow is visible through the iron lenses when looking at the burlap sack. Ether lens! Ether lens! A thin circlet made of gold and platinum has three prongs situated around the entire ring, two of which appear to have been broken off near the base. The third contains a small glass sphere that is warmed to the touch, probably meant for E. A journal written by Winston J. Connington contains depictions of all three SCP-4812 entities and the personal research of Dr. Connington himself. I'll of take the three the, uh, research four. comes in. <laughs> okay. So, Sorry. Am I not doing a good enough job? No, I just mean, like, I don't want to, like, make you read too much of it. Good. You better not. So of the three tomes containing yeah. coordinates... What? I was saying, do this last paragraph, though. Oh, yeah. Of the three tomes containing coordinates, the second has a short section written in Italian by presumably a different author than the rest of the tome. Footnote, uh, the second tome is believed to be the only tome that has a single author. The beginning of the section is a list of names and dates with an orthodox dating system. Many of the dates are written with another number beside the year, such as 1343-89, listed next to the name Tornold of Yair. After the list of names comes a section where the author appears to have been listing notes to include in the longer section that comes afterwards. The translated text of the longer section is available below. Oh, brave undeads. <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> of all those old Seek kingdoms and empires whose names were lost to the passing of time or the cruel mechanisms of their enemies, perhaps none is greater or spoken with more respect than that of the great House of Apollyon, the Sky Kings of old Europe. The first of those great kings, Harry and the first von Apollyon, is said to have descended from the blood of the King of Crimson Skies, often called Asem, the first man, a legendary figure in the writings of the three archmaesters of King Richard the Lionheart's court. The sky, the text cuts off abruptly here but continues in the next paragraph. A mark is made at the end of that line as if to note it for revision. Real quick, um, Apollyon, isn't that also like a, a classification? It is, yes. Is that related on purpose, or was the classification name from another myth that this is calling I, back to? These are two separate things, usually, I think. Um, okay. Yeah, but I, 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 I'm not 100% on that. Cactus, perhaps you can, if you are listening to this, and after you've killed me, perhaps you can enlighten us. <laughs> nice. The Sky Kings are said to have ruled old Europe for a fat hundred generations, though they faced opposition from the Deva to the east and those faithful to the Iron God in the south. Their kingdom never faltered and their conquests were fruitful. It was the conquered foes of the House of Apollyon who first named the King Idas I von Apollyon Sky King. I gotta say, fucking uh, an SCP with all these old civilizations, it was a lot more tuny, you know what I mean? You had like the Sarkics, you had the Mechanists, you had the Deva, you now have the Sky Kings. Like, (laughs) it seems like they had way more cool shit going on. For it was said his reach extended past the bounds of the earth and into the heavens above. However, over time came also complacency. In the 890th year of their rule, the Sky King Saris Seventh von Apollyon is said to have grown bored with... but you were close. Uh, what? <laughs> I, I said the eighth. Oh, yeah. Uh, the eighth von Apollyon is said to have grown bored with ruling and demanded a conquest of another, greater realm beyond their own. 
In his arrogance, he looked past the lands of man and towards those across the sea, where the fur folk were said to live. Oh, that's the the Fae, right? Yeah. The Sky King boarded his ships, and with the largest army ever assembled, drove with fury across the waves towards the continent to the west. The fur folk, consumed with their own conflict with the emergent power of the Children of the Moon to their south, did not expect the arrival of Apollyon and were consumed in a fortnight. Their people scattered and their nobility stripped down and mutilated in accordance with the customs of the conquerors. How come every single... So for how powerful the fairies are always fucking going through it. Yeah, I was going to say, for how powerful the face seem to be in SCP setting, they literally lose every battle they're mentioned in. Do they ever win anything? It's fucking suffering in SCP. <laughs> it's true. So, Children of the Moon is what I believe that referring to the Bigfoots. Oh, yeah, that's I remember that. Yeah. Well, usually it's Children of the Night, so I don't know if there's a significance to the slight difference here. Only a single right. survivor of the brutality, a Fey princess, was brought back in iron chains across the sea to suffer further horrors. Oh. The princess, though, had no intentions of arriving on the far shores of old, old Europe. As the king's fleet passed the great eye of the sea, she cast a wicked and wild spell upon the house of Apollyon, and the Sky King in particular. As a storm came upon them and brought many men and ships to the bottom of the sea, the princess prayed to an old and nameless god for vengeance upon her captors. Legend says the princess's iron chains caught fire and burned the king's flagship to cinders, and that Cyrus the Eighth himself was dragged into the deep by those same chains as he tried to throw them overboard. So, two questions. One, when do you think Europe got the second E? Uh... And and two, uh, how do you pray to a nameless god? Like, because I'm sure there's more than one in this setting. How do you choose the description? I guess character select. Well, I guess well, if you, for the Fey, I guess nameless might have an even like a different meaning there, right? Because they Cause don't so they important. don't do names. Yeah. The fleet, however, did return to old Europe with a son, young Cyrus as the Sixth. ninth ninth <laughs> von Apollyon now ruled his father's kingdom. As retribution for the curse the princess had cast upon his father, Cyrus the Ninth threw the princess into a dungeon deep beneath the earth and buried it, leaving her to rot eternally in the darkness. Was that the one we read where they were like in the weird biosphere things? Uh, no. I don't know, I don't okay. know what you're talking about, but this is a little self No, remember we read the Titania, there was like the, the green, there was like these oh, yeah, that's spheres they were in? Thing. It's the okay. same sort of okay. captus verse, but it's a different thing from this. Right. Okay. Just wanted to see. After Afterwards, as a bulwark against the dark magics of the fur folk that his father's conquest may have brought upon his house, Cyrus the Ninth appointed four great knights to defend his kingdom. Four demon kings? They were Lahaya the Fierce, Lancelot the Cunning, Hector the Stalwart, and Ogier the Faithful. But the princess, the text ends here, and no additional continuation of this narrative has yet been discovered. Oh my god, he actually had four demon kings, that's so pog. Lahaya the Fierce, Lancelot the Cunning... Hector the Stalwart, Augier the Faithful. While many of the other items are generally unremarkable, of particular interest to researchers is the journal of Dr. Connington. The majority of the text in the journal is written in a cipher, with very few sections, usually small notes that are not relevant to the rest of the text, that are written in German. A few short sections have been translated, due to a section of the cipher being inscribed on the inside of one of the larger tomes. The text contained therein has been translated and is available below. Why don't you write, read some of this next bit? <laughs> Oh, jeez, this is long. This is a long SCP picked. Uh, The archivist of that great house named the first of the great profanities in the six chapters of the reign of the King... Jesus. Of the King Saris IX von Apollyon when he wrote, 
Sorrowful was the Sky King Apollyon when the voice of the enemy beneath the earth spoke to the souls of his knights, and he did banish them each. The long night settled over his kingdom, and the winter winds came from the east, but Hector did not answer. Down from the far darkness come the Venuvenics, what they call the profane restrictor, the first of the great profanities. The Venuvenics cast a cold hand across the king's only daughter, and in her youth and weakness she did die. The king took upon him the godless lance, and came down to the Venuvenics, and with nothing but the mammoth's hide between him and the infinite cold, drove that sacred spear into the Venuvenics, and put it into the flaming heart of the earth. I'm assuming the Venuvenex was the always cold one, right? Yeah, I guess so, yeah. Fucking, like, I imagine it's... the Dark Souls bus bar coming up, the profane restrictor. <laughs> <laughs> Venuvenex. <laughs> it's just, like, coming from Unkindled. the Unkindled. Have you heard what lies in the heart of the castle? <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. This really does have a cool Dark Souls vibe to it. I kind of dig that. The star maps vexed me, but tracing them in the sky and following the movement of the star that cannot be seen. Uh, the fact that that's bolded makes me think it's a reference. I caught but for a moment a glimpse of the face of the one that Lahire had called the profane adamant. The text does not name it, but the David to the east had a name for that star, what they call the Lemonellant, or the King of Many Faces. Three accounts of the Orator Magister of the David King describe the Lemonellant, the profane adamant in the tongue of the Great House, appearing as if from a space beyond spaces to the kingdom's ruination. He writes the following. The binders of blood made empty packs with empty gods against the hollow Lemonellant, and they were cut down. The singers of song had their voices pooled from their throats, and the legions of their twilight armies broke first their spears against the Lemonellant's hide, and then their bodies. And when they had been ground into dust beneath the profane adamant's clattering steps, it took their faces and returned to the skies. Of note, the author here sometimes refers to the name Lancelot when it seems as if Lemonellant would be more appropriate. This may be a mistake or mistranslation. Hmm, thinking emoji. Uh, and then I'll popcorn to you. The last of the profanities that lay upon the doom of the House of Apollyon was one with no depiction in any text, save for a black smear. This was the king of horrors, the profane dark, the one that festered in the enemy's grave until it soaked through the earth and burst forth like a fetid tide. Oh, is this Dash S? I guess it, it sounds like it, yeah, because there's no even picture of it. The curse of the Sky King's lips as it pulled him into the void called this great terror Yash, all caps Yash, the last foe of man. It was a fucking badass title. <laughs> so dope. <laughs> Without Lahaya's sword, Lancelot's mace, Hector's spear, or Ogier's faith, the full might of the sullen sorrow was brought to bear upon Apollyon's broken heart, which shattered with his ruined kingdom. Wrath, he spoke. Wrath, wrath, wrath. Oh, that's the title of the SCP. Yeah. <laughs> I have seen the face of the Lamanellant, though only for a moment, and know of the fairy chasm in which the Vivunovec seeks, but I dare not seek out Yash, the profane dark. The last scroll of the writings of Cayman of Sicil say, But the eyes of Yash offer no release into death, only the winding roads of torment that lead to the puller of eyes and sharpener of spines, where no man returns and no voices are heard. The Castle of Fire, the King of Crimson Skies, the Reaper of Dreams flee from the eyes of Yash, the last scream of the nameless folk beyond the sea. Men scream out and are silenced. The light of the sun invites order to the most fundamental nature of this world, and the Yash abhors it. Wrath, wrath, wrath. So what's interesting is I'm assuming this one is um, 
the I assume the Laminellan is the is the fly guy, right? Yeah. And Yash is the cave one. Um, but what is this fourth mystery one that was listed earlier and redacted? Exactly. Is yeah. that Wrath? Let's find out. Well, let's keep going. Yeah. Dash K. Oh, this is um, Addendum Two: Containment of the Entities. Oh my God! There's still so much. Look at that fucking picture. <laughs> yeah, it's like a, a beam of energy. What would you call Dash that? K being engaged by global coalition uh, defense systems. Wow, they I think I said about the instead of a cult. Please forgive me. Yeah. What'd you say? I don't want to say it again. Uh, well, we know he meant to say a cult. He probably I just said, slipped his I said a cult, but I used a different letter instead of L. Oh, uh, whatever. <laughs> you're British, so Which you're allowed not, to say It's not as word. bad here, so, but if any of you um, fancy Americans here, I'm sorry about your feelings. But, literally, everyone knows it was a slip of the tongue. If they got offended, they're dumb. Uh, they probably would have noticed if I hadn't even said anything. Dashke yeah, has been known to the Foundation since 1964, when it was confused for an experimental US air vehicle while crossing over the northern USSR. After being engaged by Soviet fighters over the Shrucky Sea, Dashke had that almost certainly not how it's pronounced. <laughs> Dashke rapidly, uh, <laughs> rapidly ascended to stratospheric heights and disappeared from sight entirely. Shortly thereafter, the entity re-engaged the fighters at high speeds, quickly destroying them. Since Does then, this big just Tower of Grey? <laughs> Since then, since then, Dash K has only been detected on a handful of occasions, usually while passing low enough to be detected visually due to distortions caused by light reflecting against its chitinous exterior. Notably, go. Dash K appears to follow a vague path, often passing over the containment sites of both Dash S and Dash E, as well as the blank 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 see addendum dash 4. The significance of this is see addendum dash 4. Oh no. Then Dash E was, where shit goes down. Dash E was discovered shortly after the acquisition of Dash 1, when a Foundation Discovery team investigating a set of coordinates noted in the third tome discovered a fermion anomaly beneath a lake near blank. Further investigation of the site disrupted the Earth and opened a small fissure beneath the lake, which drained lake water into the opening. Shortly afterwards, the site experienced a significant drop in temperature as Dash E, which had previously been trapped in a vert thermal vent beneath the lake, ascended to the surface. Imagine the fucking guys oh, no. walking up, freezing everything. <laughs> ah, you've awakened me. We have to send the Eva. Oh, no. Shinji must pilot it. <laughs> the discovery team immediately evacuated the site, and MTF Arc 11 lights them up, was scrambled to the site to engage the Dashi entity. However, due to the rapidly falling temperatures and increasingly dangerous atmospheric conditions being generated at the site... Arc 11 was forced to maintain distance and use long-range artillery weapons to impede its progress as it marched towards the nearest population centre. No. That's like the, the, the spookiest thing an entity can do, just march towards the population centre like a slow speed. <laughs> After several hours of shelling over eight kilometres of land, Dash E was finally contained when a controlled gas explosion was generated near the entity, followed by an immediate drop of molten slag over it by a remote carrier drone. The slag covered Dash E was moved into a mobile electromagnetic kiln and transported to the thermal controlled deep well vault at Site 80. SCP S was included in the notes of Foundation Administrator Frederick Williams as a location of interest, and has been at least vaguely understood since the formation of Foundation Precursor Occult Investigation Groups. So, Foundation Administrator, that's big time law. That's like it, the, from the note from the administrator for the first thing we read. 
Mm. So it's like the founder. So is this guy above the O five? Uh, if he's around, usually he is. Sometimes he's dead, though. Uh. Prior to Foundation involvement, it was not known that Dash A. Wait a minute! I just realized Frederick Williams is the same. Uh, sorry, Frederick Williams is the same initials as Fritz Willy. Thinking yeah. emoji. It was not known that Dash S was an entity at all. Instead, many groups believed that the cave itself was hazardous to travelers, as none who entered were ever heard from again. I like I like how um, law wise Dash S is the biggest deal, but in terms of the foundation's right. entertainment, it's the easiest one to yeah, do. Yeah, it's the easiest one. Yeah, that is actually pretty cool. Yeah, because that's Yash, the great evil. But all you have to do is like seal up a cave for now. For now, yeah. What happens when erosion erodes the cave away? <laughs> it's sleeping. Dash three, <laughs> SCB Dash K hostile activity. Uh, can you take over for a little bit here? <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I would like to remind you that you decided to pick the super long one. But I thought we could, like, tag team as friends. Yeah, don't worry. You know, we are friends. You're my Nakama, do you know that? And I'll always well, tag in for you when you I've need me. I've made things proceed that way. Wait, what? <laughs> Just read the article for me. You thought our friendship was your choice. Mm. It was, yes. Our friendship has been very useful. <laughs> All right, Addendum 3, SCP-4812-K Hostile Activity. On June 9, 2002, three months after the discovery and containment of... What was that? Sorry. <laughs> that, that, that scared me. And containment of E-K was observed diverting from its anticipated path towards an area in the North Sea. A Foundation Carrier di- di- Division was diverted to the area where... Area? Oh, my God. Diverted to the area where Dash K had... (laughs) Let's divert some uh, troops to the area, okay? (laughs) Sorry, that sniffle, like, totally threw me off my game. Where Dash K had engaged with a global occult coalition transport ship. The entity, which was unfazed by the conventional weaponry on board the GOC vessel, appeared to be attempting to breach the exterior of the ship. Of note, Dash K had not ever previously been observed making this sort of unprovoked hostile action, especially at such a low altitude. The Foundation Carrier Group immediately engaged the entity, and after a short skirmish, drove it away from the transport ship. The found- Wait, what were they transporting that it came towards? E? We don't know yet. Oh. The Foundation Carrier Group immediately engaged the entity and- Oh, sorry. The Foundation Carrier Group offered assistance to the GOC vessel, but this assistance was denied, and the vessel continued on its course north. Satellite imagery showed the vessel docking in a previously undisclosed port in northern Norway. This incident corresponded with two other events involving Dash E and Dash S. Throughout the skirmish with Dash K, Dash E became increasingly active within its containment vessel, at one point necessitating the activation of previously untested technology to further increase the temperature within the deep well vault to stabilize the entity. At the same time, several tremors were felt near the Dash S site, and seismographs of the area revealed that a large portion of the cave system had collapsed. Later observation of the site indicates that Dash S has since moved upwards no less than 70 meters. He's climbing out. brave and it. <laughs> Addendum 4, Secure Correspondence. Note the follow. Well, the thing about these is they can be slayed by the legendary objects mentioned in the scroll, right? So you just gotta go find those. Or was I confused by the legends? I don't think they can be slayed. I think they were just like... I, I, the knights sort of fucked off before they actually came out, I think. Uh, uh, secure Correspondence. Note the following data entry is level 44812 classified with restrictions. Appropriate clearances are required to access this data file. Uh, I'll take over. I'll take over. Yeah. Tag. <laughs> the, follow- the following secure transmission was received by Operative Intelligence Command at Site 88 after the events described in Dash for Addendum 3. 
The message was received under identification and credentials of Global Occult Coalition Commander Janiela Metz. Secure transmission. Do not disseminate. <laughs> Global Occult Coalition Central Command. Notice. By the authority of the United Nations Security Council and the Global Occult Coalition, you are hereby forbidden for further involvement into any supernatural activity involving three specific paranormal entities. GC-9201, codenamed Mars, a massive winged scorpioid entity with a metallic exterior. GC-9202, codenamed Pluto, a large human-like entity that dramatically alters the total energy of the system directly surrounding it. I like that these numbers imply that the, the Global Occult Coalition has encountered way more anomalies than SCP. Well, we really two, go through them. <laughs> uh, two, I love that they have cool codenames instead of insisting on using the numbers all the time. It's kind of badass. G, uh, so yeah, they've got a uh, dash uh, K dash E, and then GC ninety two hundred three, codenamed Eros, a small, partially mummified, vaguely human-like entity currently in possession of Global Cold Collision uh, Task Force that, Omni O four five. That must be the redacted one. That 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 ain't the. The SCP four eight one two research team does not believe that this is one of the three entities described in dash one. Based on information recovered by our agents, it's likely you have the Pluto entity in containment at one of your facilities. You're instructed to immediately make all efforts to destroy this entity beyond its appearance to self-repair or regenerate. As directed by the Sky King Directive, you are also to turn over any information you may have regarding this entity and either of the other two entities described above. Attached. Memorandum of Intent from OGOC Commander Met. <clears throat> I figure at least somewhat aware of the circumstances involved here. It's likely you were the one who ran off of Connington's estate, so you have pieces that we don't have. Chances are that goes the other way too, so no, since nobody's come asking for what we found in the Archduke's vault. I think it's also probably likely that you ones who dug up Pluto and now you've got him stashed somewhere hot. That's good, but there are more steps we need to take now. I applaud you for staying ahead of the curve so far. From what we've read, Pluto is a son of a bitch. I won't, be, I won't want to be the one to figure out how to put him in a box. Here's the long and short of it. The big flying guy, the one we call Mars. We all know the Russians were the first to find it when it knocked those birds out of the sky back in the 60s. What you might not know is that they managed to get a tracker around it, a communicator, and be able to watch where it's been going for the last few years. It's looking for something. The way we figure, there are three of these things, right? They call them profanities. You have one, now we have one, and Mars is the third. Wait, which one do they have? Um... This, this last one they've mentioned here, the uh, small... The mummy. Mortified. But that's yeah. not... Yeah, so that must be the redacted one mentioned earlier. Oh, oh, I see. But the writings recovered say it's looking for something else. It's looking for whoever cursed these things into existence. Now, it found Pluto when you dug out of the ground, so that's one. Our Eros, this entity, if it, is, if it exists at all, is not dash S, dash E, or dash K. It found when we accidentally unearthed it a few years ago as well, so that's two. It's the third, and now it's just looking for the boss. We've been keeping an eye on it for the last few months, and it seems to be favouring some place in France. If you don't have people searching in every rock out there to find this thing, you need to. We do. We do. Our records say it's some sort of woman somewhere underground. We thought it might have been Eros at first, but the thing we dug up is too small to be a human woman. The physiology is all wrong, too. It wasn't a human woman, my guy. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, we need to make sure that Mars doesn't find this control entity. We can think we could hurt it if we kill Eros, and you might be able to do the same if you kill Pluto. They're all connected, we figure. At least that's what the literature implies. Eros really has been a bitch to try and kill, though, so if you have any ideas there, we're willing to listen. You should do the same with yours. It's strange, though, isn't it? Mars coming down like that to get Eros. I wonder why it ever did that with Pluto. And why does it keep circling those fields in France? Matt. See, this is what I've been saying. Just kill the fuckers. 
Let's try it. This is not so easy. Uh, the last addendum. Do you have this or do you want me to do it? Uh, you want to do it? Sure. Uh, addendum-5 internal memo. We've confirmed what we fear. They don't know it, but they found her. We have teams currently en route to the SCP-4812-S site. We're going to dump 50 meters of lead and concrete on top of it. It's going to be your job to find a way to shoot that thing out of the sky. Get to work. Lament. Who's Lament? He's uh, an agent, I believe. Oh, but he sounds like Lamentella. Ooh. Wait, what? Remember they called the bug Lamentella in the scriptures? Uh, I don't think that's... I don't think... Oh, sorry. Lemonelland. Yeah, that's a stretch to <laughs> My bad. But yeah, anyway, so so what so so what do they mean by this? Does that imply that Eros is one of the things? So what Eros? The, the, what the GOC think is that the, those are the three profanities that they've got listed there: big scorpion, right. big cold human, little mummy uh, right. entity. But they, what that, the last one isn't one of the profanities. That's the Fae Princess's body, which the fly is looking for. Oh. Oh, so sort of like we, so uh, yeah, it, it knows we have it. That's why it came down for the boat. But that's not important. We and she's the one that made the profanities, right? She like prayed to the nameless god, and it came. They came out, yeah. So would killing her get rid of them? Well, she's dead. It's a partially mummified human-like entity. Well, actually, well, no. They said they've been dead. trying to kill her, and they can't. Oh, I never they said even Eros has realized that. Eros really has been a bitch to try and kill. They said. You're exactly right. I I've, I've misread that the whole time. I thought she was a corpse. But no, yes, yeah, so that's the fake princess. And they're thinking, yeah, we got we got them all. Alright, upvote from me. I'll give it a 9 out of 10. I liked it. It's a little long, but I kind of like the world building it digs into, all the stuff going on. Um, I just want to say as well, in case this colors anything for you, this is sort of like a big world building article for what will later be built on a lot of other Actus articles. That's what I figured. That's why I gave it some slack with the rating, because I assumed this was meant to be like a foundation for more articles instead of its own necessary standalone thing. I think it stands pretty well still. but Well, you know what I mean. Yeah, it's very much world building rather than NSCP. It sets a scene, it sets up a history, it sets up a trifecta rather than a single thing. It establishes a relationship with the so GOC. You know we actually read three SCPs. Yeah. I gave it an upvote. I like it. I can't really give criticism to it because it was so long that I kind of got a little bit in and out at, at parts. But, um, you know, it was well-written as always. Cactus does a great job. I love his world-building. I like that in Cactus SCPs you can kind of see recurring themes, what with how he uses the Fae, and he kind of has sort of a fantasy-esque writing style for a lot of them. Not for everyone. He's got quite a, a wide range, kind of like Hippo. But you know what I yeah. mean? You can kind of really dig into his style. He's very fantasy, though. Yeah, and he, and he always has, like, the really cool formatting at the beginning. Uh, good job, Cactus. A+. Plus. What nice do you think? One. I think it's pretty good. Uh, I really enjoyed the, the the cactus like verse that starts to come together in some of these later ones, mm-hmm. um, which we'll hopefully be able to get to as we go on. Um, yeah, and if you're reading cactus, sorry I bitched about the length, but you have to understand um, I have crazy. Just hates SCP. That too. <laughs> Obviously. But yeah, right, but you love re- SCP. We know why you really hate. It's time for the comment reading, right? Yeah, They're the most important part of the channel. Most important right. meal of the day, serving it up so, Gary's way. <laughs> Is that from Spongebob? Yeah. George Foster says, holy shit, I watched the first episode in February and finally have caught up. My Why main recommendation is British. Was, 
because his name's George Foster. Fair enough. <laughs> Sorry, Josh. My main recommendation was going to be 5031. I like how you more British. I'd recommend the Serpent's Hand File on 426. Hello, I'm an Eldritch Horror, or SCP-010-J. What Ketter? I don't see any Ketter. Thanks, Tanhonian. <sighs> Dumb now. Keep it, it up, should have been nice. Oh, he said keep up, Lazzy. Yeah, he's probably British. <laughs> I told you he's British. You can just tell with some people. You just know. It's my British radar. That's how I detect this guy. Darnell judges by cover. He instantly regrets it. JTKC writes, uh, writing actually, this comment from actually, the afterlife. I, I have a British accent, but I was raised in America. So you see, you should never judge someone by their cover. Because they can really Thanks, darn man. What color? They're the same color. Cover. JT- I said cover. Oh, cover. JTKC says, writing this comment from the afterlife, by the way. Cool stuff this episode. I really love discovering SCPs. <laughs> That's the podcast name. And listening to you guys react to some of my favorite SCPs while pointing out new details. What are your guys' thoughts on the 6000 contest? My favorite was Avalon. I didn't read any because of... Dola has no what about you? Yet. Uh, what I about also you, don't you have any favorite? Thoughts. I wasn't really around during the contest. I've checked out some of the, the, the windows, of course. Um, mm-hmm. I like them. They're very interesting. I don't think I would have won if they were around during the 5,000 contest. Fair enough. Uh, Comedy Man Kelp says, When discovering SCP gets 1,000 subs, they should celebrate by executing every SCP wiki author one by one, finally freeing me and countless others from the shackle of the wiki, and allowing us all to get jobs and girlfriends. So yeah, Actually, that sounds a guest on the SCP 1,000 one subs episode. We have to have you. Cactus, Cactus will be alive. He will help us with the execution. <laughs> He, he'll he'll be one of the only Sorry, ones yeah. spared. He'll be the Judas of SCP. <laughs> <laughs> he'll sell the other ones out. He'll stop the on the cheek. <laughs> Boris WW says, For every like this comment gets, Tanhoney will say an SCP hot take. So got three likes, so you have to give us three hot takes. What? I never agreed to this. Yeah, uh, but it'd be funny. How many fucking hot takes? I'm, I'm, oh, yeah, no. you did. Dude, I think he means like more in lieu of your Twitter hot takes, not like real ones. Uh, okay. Um, okay. I wasn't ready. I was expecting this. I can't even see Boris's comment. Are you sure you said that? You don't make yeah. it up? <laughs> what the fuck? You think I made it up? It's uh, right here. You gaslighted All right, me. here. How about this? You folk... I'll keep reading the comments. I'll, I'll, okay, I'll have on... them by the end of the comment reading. Gotcha. Samuel Tan. Hey, I know that guy. Uh, Tan. I'm sitting here still waiting for 3125. Maybe it'll suck you into the other anti-memetics tales, lol. Uh, have you seen the that. yellow sign says, To cheer Tanhoney up, here's a probably funny description. The figure seated on a large boulder at the foot of a rounder tower was that of a broad-shouldered, deep-chested, strong-limbed, frank-eyed, red-haired, freckly-freckled, shaggy-bearded, deep-voiced, wide-mouthed, large-nosed, long-headed, bare-kneed, brawny-handed, hair-legged, ruddy-faced, sinewy-armed hero. Edit. Hey, Anomalous. If the sick one and the demonic one read this comment, can you replace the SCP logo with the Pride SCP logo and write featuring Dado on the screen? Um, um, it's up to you, Anomalous. You can do that if you want. If you want to, you can do it, I guess. Yeah, optional side quest. <laughs> what, will he, what will he give Anomalous <laughs> if he does it? Uh, <laughs> we will give I you plus know. two boots of holding. <laughs> boots of holding? They're like bags of holding, yes, but they hold your feet. Your, your leg just keeps going. <laughs> yeah, you get, they make you shorter, so you're on my height. <laughs> uh, God, the, the, the shoes were owned by the hero, Tardell. <laughs> Shut up. 
Liza Mondragon says to Darnell, if you like romance, might I recommend 5232? It's a bit long, but a really good story. It was an entry for CupidCon 2021. The theme was romance. And the contest in general spawned a lot of great works with that theme. 5232 is just my personal favorite. Um, Tianoni, put that on the I list. I, I yeah, want to see I romance. I like uh, romance. I do. I'm not, I'm not afraid yeah, to say it. I am afraid to admit all the quote-unquote romance anime I've seen that are just really trashy horror awesome. anime. Uh, I don't even... They're not even memorable, I so promise you. Me. I have... No, well, yeah, that was on there, but, like, there was, there was a time... There was a time in middle school where I, Man, I was in exactly romance, so I would just... Exactly the same. I was exactly the same. Uh, yeah, I would just browse whatever was on the romance category, and there were so many garbage harms that I don't even remember anything about that, like, have polluted my scene list. And it's a damn shame. Dino Tail says, Okay, either I'm stupid or your friend does a really good impression, but I genuinely thought Cactus came back. Tanhony and Darnell, if you met 3740, what would call yourselves? Personally, I would be called Talus, the Dino Rider. Right. Uh, I'd be called Tanhony, the Desecrator of the Earth. I'd be called Sex Haver, the King of Weed. No, actually, I'd be called Yash, all caps. <laughs> Langlin says, I've seen people criticize 5031 for not having drama or basically being just a straight line of progress. To that, I say the drama is the initial hesitation to mess with a murder monster, as Darnell demonstrated. That hesitation is what the researcher challenges at the start, and they succeed at showing why the previous researcher made a mistake. Plus, if you want horror, you can think about the fact that 5031, with the mind of a baby or a toddler, had been trapped in an empty room for years. All that time, it was screaming from boredom and hunger. So yeah, you can probably tell I like 5031 a lot. Though I do understand how it seems kind of Mary Sue-ish, but it doesn't bother me much because it just seems like an anomalously fast learner. I don't really know if you can necessarily have... A Mary Sue and that type of deal, though. You know what I mean? I don't you, like. You did I, use I, the word I, Mary Sue in the episode. I did. You did. <laughs> in that case, I, I I have egg on my face. But um, my my kind of thought process with it is like it's sort of a one-off monster, you know. Uh, so like, who cares? Not a one-off oh, monster. Okay. No, hold on. This is the wrong way to word this things. This guy's losing it. He hates you us. put Darnell on the spot, and he's bad at wording things. My point well, is, get, it's not really a Mary... It's not like the protagonist of SCP. Yeah, it shows up one time, so it doesn't really matter if it's Mary Sue-ish. Because it's not like... It's not like fucking Dr. Clef or whatever that shows up in every article ever oh. for no reason. <laughs> what? Oh, my God. <laughs> even barely you know what i mean though how there's like the oc doctors that appear everywhere and everyone like truck trips over their dicks for them you know what i mean but it's not like that so it doesn't really matter if it's like a little too perfect plus it's kind of the whole plus you focus less on the perfection because it's so different for the monster to be a good guy you know what i mean the focus Mm -hmm. is more on like how it subverts expectations rather than look how good the monster is at doing things so it doesn't really matter that it's mary suish i guess Okay. You saved yourself. Right, did I make my point without getting cancelled? Or am I cancelled? <laughs> you were very far from the risk of being cancelled there if you didn't like the, 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 the murder monster. <laughs> no, but I like the murder monster a lot. Cancelled? Um, the murder monster kills people? Oh. Uh, no, it doesn't. Do you support that? Roll Alva says, cool, nice. Freakle says, I know pr- people probably just mean it's too skilled at everything when calling it a Mary Sue, but whenever I hear Mary Sue, I think of a character that's... Did I really call it a Mary Sue in the episode? You did. That's why everyone's using the phrase. Uh, that spawned all these comments. I think of a character that's just the author, but way cooler. I like the idea of exactly. someone making their self-insert a fucked up monster you can't look at, whose only method of communication is... Screaming. That's me. 
<laughs> uh, Banker Paul says, Hamilton Paul! So Anomalous has submitted himself to commands. Good to know. Uh, no, he hasn't. Anomalous is his own man. We did previously in the episode give Anomalous a command minutes ago. Alright, you know what? You can't... <laughs> I was going right. to say that episode. I don't, I don't have a good memory, okay? It was minutes and... ago. <laughs> shut up. We gave him a quest. Just shut up. <laughs> Alright. You have to understand this the things guy, that come out of my mouth. The things that come out of my mouth are like a gotcha. They're a random pool. They just come oh, out spontaneously. Some, sometimes without thinking, okay? You can't hold me responsible. Okay. Um, I mean, you can't. Never mind. I hate comment readings now. <laughs> <laughs> he hates the viewers. You have to understand, I haven't... I have... I got ghosted at my job like a little over a month ago. I have had no human contact for a month outside um, of tan, so like my ability to you speak... you implied something about me, though. No... <laughs> And so my ability to sp- my ability to speak is a little out of whack right now. So you just have to bear with me, okay? Y'all have okay. to bear with me. At Oxygen B says maybe Darnell and Ham. I love how he says Ham instead of Hamilton. Should co-author an SCP with Tanhony who has experience. That way you'll finally have an SCP on the wiki. Uh, well, that's what we were gonna do, and then we just never finished the last part of it. We were writing the Crystal Chicken together. Remember? I do. We just have to do the addendum. That way, uh, oh, sorry. Edit, 5031 received 1,000 upvotes because it was that good. Short but good. Edit, edit. Tanhony, we never viewed you as a godlike, invincible figure. We viewed you as a figure who is a psychopath who has a gun to my head. Oh, God, a us man. Edit, edit, edit. This was a pretty good episode. My personal recommendation for the next one would be Cl- No. Or the I don't know if he's. I don't know if he's joking. I'm not, I'm not reading the one he said. I'll read it. Clefie's Ask the Musical. See what I mean? I was right about my point about the cleft dick suckery. The cool, fact cool. that that article exists with that name means that God isn't real anymore. Sorry. Never was. You've only got the devil. God is abandoned. He's come to collect. Liza <laughs> Mondragon says... Sorry, I, I just went into like an edgy DMC game there. <laughs> I'll fill your dark soul with lights! <laughs> I'll show you what real blood and guts looks like, Satan. Oh, yeah. I'm going to use this opportunity to advertise. Uh, if you love the way Tan gets all tuny with his settings, oh, boy, we have a series coming up soon for you. Assuming everything goes well, there will be a oh, tabletop series on the channel. Not, oh, I thought you were going to say about it. Sorry! No! Wait, okay, Anomalous, edit it's that too out. Late. No, no, it's too late. Anomalous, too late. no, no. Anomalous, continue, continue. that part out. It's too late, it's too late, it's too late. It's too I late. want to hear your mystery opening. I was okay, going to okay, say, fuck well, it. it was nothing, I would be like, that matter. Yeah, there's a tabletop series coming. Assuming everything works out, and, you know, everyone can record, we're going to record it for the channel, and it's going to be JoJo-related. It's going to be me, Jack, who's been on the podcast before, and our friend Stigma, and Tan will be DMing. And it'll be over Discord, so there won't be anything to see but dice, so it'll probably be audio only. But uh, it'll it'll be a lot of fun. We, we do a little trolling. And yeah. also, I was going to tell you, Tan, Stigma finally finished his character, so all the characters are ready, assuming you approve it. <laughs> wow. Um, that's very interesting. I'm, I'm very glad to hear that. We'll probably also be getting fairly quick then. But they, the, the viewers don't want to hear this right now. They want to hear about SCP right. readings. Liza Mondragon says, "Gasp! My two favorite skips in one episode. You have good taste." 
A bush from the island of Borneo says, Winner if you guys get to Series 7. You should definitely read 6599 Hog Slice! Funniest Series 7 article on the site. In the meanwhile, 5733 is a pretty good article I think Darnell would like. Also, would it be better for me to put my recommendations in your Discord, or is the YouTube comment section fine? We don't read them comments- way, mate. Hey, I was going to say the YouTube comment section is fine, but we inter- well, I interact more in the Discord. Tan just occasionally uh, blesses the mess with his presence and then exactly. leaves. But I- I'm very active on the Discord. That's the best way I to I read everything me. on the Discord. I-, I just lurk in my own Discord. <laughs> he is the lurker. Lurker King Tan Honey. Wait, is that true? What do you What do you think when people spend like very long amounts of time talking about you? Is it weird? Um, let's comment. Insert clever name here says, Wow, we actually got two episodes in a row with Tanhoney listen to recommendations. He truly is sick. Exactly. The little effort I put into the podcast I then just give to the viewers. <laughs> Hamilton says, Cringe, cringe, based, based. Thank you. Uh, Thoughts, experiments, and other stuff says, Upside down? How the fuck did you know I was Australian? What? I, I don't know. Rather Unknown says, My idol and god, Tanhoney, is sick. Truly nothing is sacred in this wretched abyss we call a podcast. Also, hi, Darnell. Uh, edit, and then they timestamp something I said, and then said, Also, the second SCP is just Tanhoney. I don't even remember which one was second. Was that you the don't even remember. Story? You don't recall which SCP you read second on that episode? No, I <laughs> Can't don't. believe it. It was what God was is it? Dumb by DJ Katsis. Did you notice I was which stalling one? while I opened up the previous video? To which check? one was that again? There was the gullible guy. Hey, hey! Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. The, the, the... the hey, hold on yeah. a minute. What? That's not me. What? Donald's was second. Oh! <laughs> it is you! Sorry, that took me a second. That is it's you. It's getting worse. You're, you're him. Uh, stop. Dude, I actually have memory problems. Stop bullying me. <laughs> this is a pressure that's... <laughs> Angle found. Adrian Arena V. Adrian. Andre says, We're very proud of 5031. I am very afraid of Hamill now. Anomalous Writer says, uh, He did the edit and he said it displayed my true power. P.S. Also immensely proud of 5031. Aren't we all? He's a good boy. And then lastly, The Haminator says, Let's say that your subscribers at the time of this video is the Series 1 of subscribers. Once you go over a thousand, you'll go to Series 2. I hate Series 1 subscribers. Everyone who comes to discovering SCP Wiki <laughs> always thinks they're the best subscribers, like 079, 096, or subscriber 173, but I always found them to be lazy, not scary, and boring. Maybe after subscriber 1000, we'll finally have some good comments. Thank you, Lan, for that. Uh, and now, Tan, can we get your three SCP hot takes? I, I hate that you remembered that. <laughs> First, SCP take. You need to all calm down a little bit and be nicer. That's, that's not even a hot take. That is like the coldest take on the wiki. There's drama literally every two days. But There's that's always a reason for someone to be mad. <laughs> they hate no, it's cold. Message. That is like everyone on the wiki says that. Guys, we need to all just get along more. Proceeds to have drama. Okay. Uh, here's my over hot take. This is an actual hot take. Um, right. When people are... Uh, mm, no, mm, maybe I shouldn't say this is an actual hot take, actually. Maybe I shouldn't say this. <laughs> oh my god, say it! Coward! Uh, when people... Mm, no, no, I can't say, say it! Say it! Coward! Coward, say it! I think there is a line. 
between caring about the quality of writing on the wiki and being pretentious, and I think in some cases that line has been crossed and it makes you look really silly. Because you're I agree with that. That's a good hot wiki. take. That's perfectly not, reasonable. I don't, I, I don't want to name any names, but I know exactly. Look, it's one thing to criticize an article to help someone make it better, but when you act like a, you're some sort of like big dick writer guy, like, oh, you, you are disgracing the wiki, then you're an asshole. Exactly, exactly, that's, exactly. That's yes, 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 yes. Uh, and then what's your uh, third hot take? My third one. Um, Tandy's only number four? Mm, kind of cringe. Alright, well guys, if you want to cancel Tan Honey, his Twitter handle you is... You can't, you can't cancel me, I'm uncancelable. His... <laughs> I'm a perfect his Twitter... reflector. <laughs> oh my god, they can never cancel uh, Dash K. I just realized. You try to cancel me, the receipts just bounce back at you. <laughs> yeah. Uh, his Twitter handle is at Anthony Shacklid. Uh, go follow him for funny tweets. Yeah, He's him, actually doing him. a role play thing right now where, like, all right, so there's a vote about a fisherman, and I swear, right now the leading vote is attack, which is stupid. We should all be asking about the sister, and I really need people to help me win the poll. Um, I just realized the poll will be over long by the time this airs. Yeah, yeah it'll be a totally <laughs> different scenario by that point. <laughs> Fuck. But you should play along. It's fun, and I want to see how long he does it for. I was bored right. in work, so I started doing it. <laughs> yeah, total quest format. I love it. Um, but yeah, uh, thank you guys for watching. I'm sorry I was a mess. Please forgive me. And I want to I wanna establish that even if I said uh, last time that the one was a Mary Sue, I feel like I also said I really liked it, and I do stand by that. Uh, the Lord forgives everything, Darnell. But I'm just a yeah, man, I, so I don't have to. Didn't I say I liked it? Because I really did. The Another Murder Monster. Exactly. I liked it a lot. But uh, sorry if I if I made anyone upset by that. I probably just tossed out the thing half were, jokingly without thinking about it. They were weeping and gnashing their teeth in the comments. It felt it felt like it a little bit, <laughs> but yeah, you have to understand as as this comment reading showed that I don't have a good memory. <laughs> it's really bad. He doesn't even know um, who I am anymore. Tanhong is the only thing I know anymore. He's kind of erased all my other. Like, it's like the Mento. I'm the only constant. Damn. I haven't seen Memento. We should watch oh, yeah, that. Yeah, I'm pretty sure that's not even really accurate to Memento. But We also have to watch Saw 2 still, because we saw Saw 1. We do. 1. Absolutely. Yeah. And we have to watch Bungo Stray Dogs after this recording. We do. We do. And we have to watch Yu-Gi-Oh's X. <laughs> it's not happening. <laughs> but, but thank you for, for listening, everyone. The episode Bye. ended like five minutes ago. Bye!